0: Welcome to the Attitude of Play podcast. We're going to focus on what lights us up and learn to cultivate the expectation that delight is possible in any moment. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Kimberly Wheeler. If you've happened to have noticed the trajectory of the episodes so far of this podcast, I've been so erratic in getting episodes posted. I've been running into blocks, lots of them. Oh, my gosh. One of the aspects is that I can see the umbrella of what the attitude of play is. I can see that it's a way, uh, a lens that you experience the world, that you use to process your experience and how you go through your day and what you expect to happen. That's the big overarching thing. I can see it. I don't need to explain it every single time. So then if I come down to specifics, how far afield can I go? How wide ranging can my topics be? So obviously there's no podcast police. Um, Isn't it funny how we live like there are? But I've just been struggling to find... hmm, Why do I use the word struggle? Okay, let's use this. I've been experimenting to find how I want to move forward in this podcast. Whoops, oops, oops, Kesey, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, there, sorry. No, oh, Kat just got her clock on a, caught on a blanket. She's okay. So how far afield can I go? What interests you? What's going to interest me? So another block has been, <laughs> like right now, I'm, I've fallen into a place of no words. There's a silence growing in me. Oh, man. It just... There's an inner silence that's showing up that I am unfamiliar with, God knows. And my mind still races and zooms ahead and is filled with a million ideas all the time, yes. But when it comes to expressing myself, there's a silence that is settling in. And it's not uncomfortable. It's it's. There's a grace to it. But it's made it really hard (laughs) to have, to do podcast episodes when all of a sudden I feel like I really have nothing to say in this moment. So yes, I've been running into that. So that made that will still, um. That still shows up. You'll hear it. And please thank you for bearing with it. Um. I think a large part of the quietness is, and this has been another, another block, is that there has been so much sorrow in the world. There is so much dread in the world for the way that things are unfolding and what the future looks like. There's so much, there's just so much sorrow in the world right now, and number one, I think that's quieting me, and number two, although part, definitely part of me needs to start raging because some of this is something we need to, uh, to take action, um, I don't want to go there just now, uh. But that's, that's creating this, this sorrow and this stillness and this silence in me. So when I want to play, when I want to do something fun, when I'm still noticing beauty and I'm noticing delight and I'm seeing humor and I'm experiencing creativity, and yes, that's my stomach rumbling. Sorry about that. I don't know if that made it, we'll make it past post-production, but (laughs) we had accompaniment there. Um. What I want to play in that light, it's not meant to be disrespectful. It's not meant to be head in the sand. It's not that I'm ignoring what's going on. It's that in the middle of all of this darkness that we're witnessing, there has to be light. There has to be hope. There has to be pauses. There has to be places where we can take a breath and... I have to live in that space. I have to live in that space and I have to live in that space. So please as I bring levity and light and joy and and silly mundane things like, you know, how I'm going to loosen a bolt on a table saw please know that it's with understanding of the full gravity of what's happening around us and simply wanting to share a spot of lightness in spite of it, in addition to it, because of it. Okay. Um, so... The shift that I'm experiencing, the much more focused pattern that I'm experiencing is I'm doing things for my home. I'm, I'm back to working on the remodel sides of things here again. Um, so that's what I want to talk about because that's what's front and center for me. And if that interests you to shift into this more focused area of the remodel um and it's funny, I should stop calling it that after all. I've been living here now. I I recreated a, a dream home that my grandfather built and I recreated it into my dream home. And I live here now. I've been living here since the pandemic. And now that the dust has settled on, you know, selling the other house and, and um there goes my stomach again. <laughs> Jeez. Um my stomach rarely gurgles. That's why it's so funny. But now that I've gotten a lot of other things settled that I had to tend to, it's like now I'm ready to start putting on the uh, window casings and I'm ready to um, finish a bathroom, the second bathroom um, that, that needs to be finished. Um, I'm very soon going to be working on getting the rest of the kitchen cabinetry built. Um, which is why I mentioned the stuck bolt on the table saw. I can't get it. I've tried. I, I've tried. I there's a I want there's a bolt that holds the saw blade on the spindle. I think it's called. No, it's another word for it. Anyway, the arbor. Um, there's a bolt that holds that on, and I need to loosen it because I need to replace it with dado blades, uh, dado set, and. I can't do it. I tried the other day and I absolutely can't uh, loosen that nut. I did go soak it with WD-40. So um, I'm going to go try it again before I, um, I have a friend I can call to do muscle kinds of stuff like that. Um, So grateful for him. Um, He digs holes for the Japanese maples. He, if I need to move a bunch of stuff, he comes over and has it done in 10 minutes instead of me taking three weeks. So anyway, I'll call him over and have him, loosen that bolt um what that's going to let me do is that's going to let me um cut the um rabbit edges um I just learned this I knew you used dado blades and I understood what a dado a dado cut was turns out a dado cut is three-sided so it's like a groove in the middle of a piece of plywood that you would like put like a shelf in or something a dado is a three-sided cut, and when it's only two-sided, when it's at the edge of a piece, then that's called a rabbit. So that was that was new to learn. I'm glad to know that distinction. So if I get the dado blade, when I get the dado blades on the machine, then I can router the edges along all of the doors for the cabinets that I'm going to build because they're partially inset. So I have to to cut away three eighths of an inch deep and three eighths of an inch wide um, so that they kind of nest in the frame of the door frame of the cabinet frame. And the other thing it's going to let me do is when I rabbit the back edges of the sides of the cabinets and the bo- and the bottom of the cabinet, then the back of the cabinet is inset. So when you look across the top of it, you won't see the back sticking out behind the box of the cabinet. It's inset. So that needs to be cut just a quarter inch. But I can't get the damn bolt unstuck. (laughs) Oh, there's so many things that I can do solo that I have done in this house. And there's just times when you just need another set of hands or another person on the other end of a long board or somebody to loosen up a stuck bolt on an arbor. Anyway, that's where I am right now. I'm unpacking the boxes that I packed up three years ago when I moved and just kind of shoved, you know, shoved into the garage somewhere. It's okay, kitty. Somebody's firing some gunshots down the lake. My cat's all freaked out. I'm starting to really make this a home. I finally got a mirror hung up that I've been wanting to get, to get hung up above the fireplace. I'm really pleased with it. It was one that my parents bought in 1969 in Southern California. And it had that 1960s kind of gilt burnished gold frame, very elaborate, very ornate plaster frame around this That's um, two by three feet, I think. And over the years, the, the gold had not only faded, not only gotten burnished, but it actually had become, it lost it. There was no luster left. It was... The paint had changed or the finish had changed. So I took this micaceous oxide paint, which is a paint that has, it's a dark gray and it has bits of micaceous oxide. It's a very gritty, um, very gritty paint. And I painted that all over it. And then I took just ever so slight touches of sponges of platinum acrylic, a metallic a platinum paint and just kind of with a sponge, just gave those highlights, and so it has this beautiful dimensional. Mm, well, I'll post it on Instagram. That's I need to start doing that. I'm I'm not very familiar with Instagram, but I'd like to move that direction. It's the same paint. Yes, I do make sharp left turns, but this is what happens when I get excited about the remodel stuff. So, I'm paint use the same paint to redo a chandelier from that italian brass that old italian brass i put the macacius oxide on that did the same thing with the platinum and 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 then i took my glitter pens i mean literally i took glitter pens to to this chandelier and just did did, 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 with all these beautiful colors of glitter glue just dotted all over the chandelier and then i found these most luscious Oh, they're incredibly wonderful drops. They're six inches long and they're a quarter inch wide. They're these long frosted drops. And in the middle of each drop, there's a twist in the glass. And in that twist, it's not frosted. So there's that little spark there. And then there's another little twist at the bottom that also sparks light. And the caps for each one of these drops is gold. So there's this gray, sparkly, textured, fixture with these incredible drops that look like rain of course being from the Northwest this is perfect for me with that little glint of gold in there oh I love that chandelier well this mirror sits right kind of behind it it's been such a joy to design this house as an artist okay that's enough for today this is the direction I'm headed I hope you like I hope you enjoy um and I'll see you next time. Have fun. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Oh my gosh, I hope you had fun. Focusing on what lights us up connects us with delight and awe, creativity and joy. This is where the juice and the magic of life is. As you move through the week, notice what kindles your sense of delight and do more of that. And if you'd like more, come find me on Instagram. You can find me at Kimberly Play of Light. You can see more about how I play and also about how we can help you find what lights you up. And I'll give you a big hint. It's all about the attitude of play. See you next time.